Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Alrighty, guys, I am starting off with a question, and that is, what is your thing? What do you want to be when you grow up? Have you figured that out yet? And if you hadn't, then I am so excited. Of course, I'm always so excited to help you dive into that question and to get started with that today. So as you are ready to explore doing something to add income to your bottom line, whether it's because you want to get out of the house and this pandemic and this time that you're in, the bills are too many. You just have to have some adult conversation. You would like to support your missionaries, whatever your motivation is. I'm going to assume that you want to be home with those littles and that you do believe that that's a gift of the Lord and a blessing. So my three questions for you, are going to start off with what are your gifts, your skills, and your passion? That's the first one. What are your gifts, your skills, and your passion? I'm going to come back to that one. And number two is how much money do you need or how much money do you want? Because there is a difference there. And then my third question is how much money do you need and how much time do you have to get it? So it's similar to number two, but I'm adding in the time element. So let's look at your gifts, skills, and passions. To start off with that one, what are your gifts? Because I believe based on the authority of scripture that you have unique God-given gifts, talents, and abilities that the Holy Spirit has chosen for you that are yours and yours alone. They are given to you for such a time as this. When God calls us to obedience and he calls us to use our gifts and skills and we don't do that, then he raises somebody else up in the kingdom to fill that need. But we are to be using our gifts and our skills and our talents for his glory. So that would be my first question. Now on that, I'm going to ask you, please not say, I don't have any gifts and skills. I don't do that because that's not true. That is a lie that Satan wants you to believe. And it is so not true. Now you may have had terrible circumstances in your past and you may be working through trauma, and you may be struggling with low self-esteem, that does not change the fact that you are gifted. So let me ask you some questions as you look at this to, to figure this out. What are the things that you do naturally very well? Where do you get complimented? Where is it that folks come to you for advice? And these are just some generalities, but typically it lines up. Do you love to study and then to teach? Do you craft with your hands all day and you could do it without getting paid? Any job. Do you like to organize? Do you like to sort? Do you like numbers? Do you like literature? Do you like to read? So all of those things wrapped up together determines your personality, interests, your likes, your dislikes, and it can also be an indicator of your spiritual gifts. And when you can line your gifts and passions up with a way to monetize, then... (laughs) Pardon the pun, you're in the money. That's question one. 
What are they? Number two, how much money do you need or how much money do you want? How much do you need? How much do you want? Is this a want? Is this a need? And you can do that with your budget as you go down through every line item and every place that you spend money. So if you look at your coffee with an extra shot of espresso, if you look at your entertainment choices and the streaming things that you may be paying for on, if you look at subscriptions and Boxes that you get in the mail, and I'm trying to make this generic, but you see where I'm going with that. The problem with this is we need some honesty because if it's something you've been accustomed to for a long, long time, you may consider it a necessity and it's really not. It's really a want. Things that you can live without. Sometimes our expectations of what we need can be a product of our upbringing. So I want to encourage you to really look at Do you need that subscription? Do you really need that box? Because that may help with your needs and your wants and may free up a lot of money in your budget right there. All right, number three, because we do need to get to things to do, jobs that you can choose, is how much do you need? How much money do you need? And how much time do you have to get it? For example, if you need $1,200 for your house payment tomorrow, that's very different from needing $75 to pay for gymnastics lessons. So you may not have the time to develop skills and talents and a platform necessary in a short amount of time to make that $1,200 payment. hope that makes sense. Now, another example, let's say that you want to be a podcaster. You have this deep burning desire within you to come join the world of podcasters. But if that's how you're going to make your ends meet, if that's be how you want to pay your bills, then Unless you already have the skills needed to podcast, unless you already have your microphone and your equipment that you need, it's relatively low startup cost, but still there are costs and you have to build an audience. And then after you build an audience, you have to have different ways to monetize your podcast. So that might be a great source of income. But as a way of earning quick money, it's not necessarily going to happen. So you do have to match your skills, your passions, your talents with the timeline. Okay, so let's look at all the things that you could do. Well, the good news is it is limitless now. The sky is truly the limit more so than any other time in history. One of the silver linings that have come out of the COVID-19 crisis and the pandemic is the realization that so many big companies have had that jobs can be done from home. And not only can they be done from home, they can be outsourced. Now, you can work your own business You can work for a company, you can work for a business, you can be an affiliate for businesses, you can join the world of network marketing or multi-level marketing. You can create a brand new startup. So all of these things are options. So let's look at some pros and cons of each one. Starting off first one, working for a company from home. Now, this could be any company that you've worked for before, Perhaps you were in corporate America and you came home to raise your children and you would like a part-time job with them or full-time, depending on the hours and the flexibility, wherein you can tap into their bonuses, you can tap into their insurance and retirement plan and whatever they offer you to work from home. So that's just like your stereotypical working for a company with the exception being you're not leaving the home and you're doing it at times that will work for you. I have some friends who are medical stenographers and medical data entry people that are making great money and they do it after they get the kids in bed at night 
So that's an option. They have all the benefits of working for a company without the hassle of going in and without the nine to five type job. Next up, what if you don't really want to work for a business? You want to be the business. You want to have a business from home and you have a craft or an idea or a project or a skill or a service that is going to set the world on fire. And it literally can be anything you dream up. You can offer a service, you see a need, you have, and you can meet that need. And it's the the more niche, the better. That is a great thing. So there again, marrying that with the time that it takes, how quickly do you need to earn income? Because I'm not dissuading you from your dream, not in the least, but sometimes we have to do a side hustle or a different hustle to make our dream and side hustle business come to fruition. So assuming that we have our ducks lined up in a row and you're ready to go, things to consider if this is the way you're going to go. Do you need a license to work from home? It's a daycare and you're going to have keep children in your home. Do you want to bake from home, cook from home? Do you want to offer your service? Do you want to be a an independent Lyft driver? Do you want to be whatever it is that you want to do your business from home? You do need to make sure that you're checking legalities, that you're making sure that you're paying your taxes, that you have everything that you need to operate as a business in not only your state, but your county. And that goes for shipping. There there are rules like, for example, I have a friend who's a phenomenal baker in Ohio, but she cannot ship across state lines due to the rules. So just make sure that you are checking all of the details around whatever product, service, or offering that you have. Now, of course, if you want to skip that and go around, you can also go the Etsy store way. There are platforms whereby you can come in as an independent distributor and you can distribute your product that way. Things to examine on that is if you're doing your honest inventory, your pros and cons for that, it's going to be your interest, your passion, your skills. You know you're going to love it. You would do it even if you didn't get paid. Do you really have what it takes to make the income you need to make? And this is an honest inventory. Do not be too hard on yourself and don't stay frozen. If you think you do and the answer is yes, then I'm going to say jump do it. I have an incredible array of ladies that I'm doing interviews with. Now, these women are doing some amazing things, and I've chosen them as the Lord has brought them into my life because they offer a greater array of knowledge than I can possibly give. Some of them are making crazy money and loving their life. So generally, when you're looking at your at-home business, let me just squish this in here. You'll need to do some self-assessment and self-investment, learning and growing. There may be some startup monies that you have to have in order to get started. Other family members may not understand. They may not support you. But there are folks who are ahead of you who are doing, if not what you're going to do specifically, something similar. Go ahead and follow them. Find them. Ask them questions. If they have a podcast, listen in. If they offer freebies, then go check those out. Download them. Print them off and get started. It does typically take time to build, to get started, to build an audience, but don't get discouraged because it's not quick money. You know that in advance, and so you're just going to have your perseverance, and that's going to be the way you're going to work your business, okay? So that's your honest inventory and doing your own business. So you can work from home for a business. You can work at home and make it your business 
Oh, I forgot one big con there. The big con from working your own business from home is this little thing we call work-life balance. You still want to be available for your children and you want to be present for your husband. And when we develop our side hustles, typically this is the thing that we get off kilter with, regardless of the job. We can get our worth and our identity. We can get our pleasure and it's a relief. It's something different. It's something fun. So we can get all of those different affirmations, but we don't want it to be so much so that we are running in that world and we're neglecting being the person that we're called to be for the Lord. The next three, they've taken a black eye in the world in the last couple of years, and that is network marketing, affiliate marketing, and multi-level marketing. It's sometimes called a self-improvement plan with a commission attached, and that I found that to be true. That's basically where I started, and this is where a lot of people, since the day of Mary Kay, asked when she created Mary Kay, and she encouraged women to put God first, their families second, and their business third, direct sales and network marketing have been a great avenue for women who want to stay at home and make an extra income. Multi-level marketing and network marketing are very similar. If you've ever done an online party or an in-home party, that's what it is. It's when a sign on as an independent contractor, and then you are going to sell for the company. And that's how the sales work. Just to say that all multi-level marketings are pyramid schemes, that's not true. That's false. You really do need to do your homework. And I'm not going to be the first one to diss a network marketing company because I have had some incredible friends, incredible income, amazing trips. I have had a lot of success in that world. But here's some pros and cons. The pros are that you may already know the product, use a product, love the product or service. And because you're already actively a user, becoming a distributor or a consultant ambassador or whatever the term is that they use, it makes sense because you're going to get more of a discount. Or if you're already sharing the product, it makes sense that you would then make a little income from that. If the company has a mission that you really identify with and love and you share about it, you feel very strongly about it, it would make sense to join on as an ambassador. That would be my feeling for the company that I represent. I'm really invested in helping people tell their stories to preserve their photos. As an outgrowth of that, that's why I've chosen the particular side hustle I've chosen. Maybe that as you're considering all this, a pro is if it's a startup company, the income potential can be amazing. So that's another pro for for this market. A pro too is that it could be that you're going to help a friend out by signing up and that's just it. It's only a pro though if there's no inventory and it's a very low startup cost and if you need to only make $100 to $200 a month extra, it's fairly easy to do in those in those avenues. The cons would be a high startup cost. If you have to keep any inventory at all, that's a huge negative. It's a huge con because your profits are eaten up by the product that you have on your shelf. The other con can be the potential for growth and development because typically in these companies, there are levels you can reach and attain. And so if you get caught up in that, particularly if you sign up and you get a lot of success quickly and you're rising through the ranks, then 
that life-work balance can get skewed. Some generalities to consider there, you're always going to be recruited or you're going to join with the person that you purchase from. My caution there is make sure you know, like, and trust the person and that they're working their business. If you're actually signing into this business to earn an income, it's really helpful if the person that you sign with is also actually working the business. If not, then you're spending a lot of time learning things that somebody else could have helped you with quickly. And my last pros for this section, two, three, and four, would be the friendships that you can make, the people that you'll meet, the personal growth that you will develop, and then the travel and the swag that can be earned. So those are just some extra pros. The next area I want to just touch on is affiliate marketing. Now, affiliate marketing is going to work best if you already have either a social media group, a blog, a website, a podcast, someplace where you already have a reach and you want to expand that reach. And this model is where you are going to provide essentially links to products that you know and use, mentioning your use, and then folks can click on that link. I'm sure you've done it many times before. And the way you get paid is when they click on that link, your link, then you get paid a small affiliate commission. The pros for that is that there are no home or online parties that have to be done. And so of course there's no inventory. It's easy to add once you have certain numbers that you need to reach. The con is that usually not all the time, the commission is a very small amount. I wanna add this last area that you may or may not even have ever considered is what skills and talents have you developed out of necessity? What things can you do like a champ now because you've been in the velvet vice of life circumstances and you've had to learn or you have learned some skills and talents? I'm gonna give you a very specific example here to maybe bring this home. My daughter has my beautiful two oldest grandchildren, but when they were born, they had a condition that we now know is FPIs, food protein induced intercolitis. So F as in Frank, P as in Paul, I as in Igloo, E as in egg, S as in Sam, FPIs. And at the time that her children were born, or the oldest, we'll go back to the oldest first, There was nothing out there except a Facebook group. So she had to do tons of research in order to even be able to keep these kids alive because really they had no safe foods. It was crazy. So from all of that research and all of that struggle and trial, she's created her website with a blog, FPI's Roadmap. And she is using that as a source or as a channel of one mom sharing her knowledge and reaching other moms. It is one that she is using her gifts and talents the skills she's learned from necessity to reach others. Another interest and talent and passion and skill that she has is photography. And from that, she's created a business, a photography business, where she is a natural light family photographer. So that may be another aspect of your life you want to look at is what things have you learned because you had to. So as I close this out, there's just so many options. Guys, There are there's as many ways to monetize and make money and enrich your life as there are people who are listening. So my biggest admonition and encouragement to you would be to pray, to ask God what it is. What are your gifts and talents? Just ask the Lord because in James, he tells us that any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously to all and without reproach. So you can ask the Lord 
what it is that you are supposed to be doing and how you're supposed to be going. And with that, I'm going to close this out and I can't wait to see in the comments what it is that you would like to pursue and how God is going to be using you to bless your family. So until next time, you guys take care and know that you are always in my prayers and go be a blessing to others. And when you do that, you can't help but be blessed yourself. guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.